Welcome to How Rude, an exhaustive deconstruction of the classic 90s sitcom Full House. I am one of your co-hosts, Brandon Shockney, and to my left here is our other co-host, John. John, introduce yourself. Hello, my name is John Pernasek, and together Brandon and I are Brandon and I are the Rude Dudes. Oh. Rude Dudes. Uh-oh, so rude. Watch so out. Dude. Watch out, daughters. Lock up your father. <laughs> Wait. And to uh, our immediate left is our latest new Rude Dude. She's uh, the p- member of the Rude Dude family now. Kristen, introduce yourself using your first and last name in that order. Hi. In that order, my yes. first name's Kristen, last name Hopkins. Yes, good. Oh, thank Hopkins. you. Everything's right. in order. Today we are discussing the episode, our very first promo. Brandon, is that the correct title? That is correct. Maybe um, first and last promo. Oh, yeah. it'll definitely be the last mm-hmm. Danny Tanner ever makes. And <laughs> let's be clear about that. Yeah. And we got a callback. This is a callback call to back. The, old, the old days when they were naming uh, their their episodes, our very first something. Our very first show, our very first night, our very first day of school. Then it sort of dropped off. They started using some other options because they got sick of it. Uh-huh. And then someone raised their hand and went, hey, I missed that. Let's go back to that. We're and they halfway went, through the season. Let's bring it back. Let's give ourselves a treat. Yeah. Absolutely. A little treat. Yes. A little treat. So, Kristen, your first uh, sort of mini challenge here is to sort of give us an overview of what this episode was about. Just a short and sweet Cliff Notes version. Okay. Well, you know what? I have so many notes on this episode, but to really like break it down and say what this episode was in a concise sort of way. I must admit it's pretty difficult. Basically, it's about let our family be our family. Let your freak flag fly, I think. Yep. Don't you don't have to have an Italian dog and play the cello <laughs> no. to be a proper family. Nope, but it you helps. can be raised by three men. Yes, and that's you can. fine. Yes. Is I think essentially what the message of every episode of Full House is. Well, that, that's but especially a, driven home in this one. Yes, well, that was the message of the episode. But, yeah. like, what literally Oh, literally happened? happened? Okay, literally there was a ferret that escaped. <laughs> it, plot A, ferret that escaped through the house somewhere. Luckily, at this point in the series, Uncle Jesse is an exterminator, yes. which I had no recollection oh, of. Yeah. But that, do. that happened, and he's, like, really good at it. It kind of makes me sad that he... I know he doesn't pursue that the rest of the series. He seemed informed, to yeah. say the least, but they... That's mainly what he and Joey are up to, is finding the ferret that goes around the house. <laughs> Meanwhile, for Danny Tanner, he is uh, tr- getting his first promo made for the sports station that he works for. They're going to come to the house and film. Some lady uh, from the station, the director, who, in all honesty, we talked about this, should have really been cat. It should have been Patty Lapone. The part was hers, and it was stolen. <laughs> it was a crime. Lately. It was a crime. It was a crime. I'm sure she's still upset about it. If I yep. know Patty Lapone, like the I, casting like call I was, we need do. a Patty Lapone alike. Yeah, and she went, and they were like, not. Nah, it's just, and she, you know, it's one of, it's in her memoirs why she's yep. so upset. But anyway. And so she's trying to change everything. She gives them a white poodle. She puts the girls' hair in buns when usually they're all a mess and wearing tracksuits. It's, yeah. you know. And so uh, so Danny Tanner takes over the production, 
literally makes the um, director yeah. take over the cue card duty. And it turns out well enough to apparently air on television. better than anyone could have expected, yeah. I think, for them. There you go. And All the right. ferret was also released into the wild and they didn't kill it. Good. Yes. Also important. Also important. We uh, assume they didn't kill it. No, we're, we really gonna, don't we're know. going to assume. Now, if, if this episode, I want you to clear from your mind the fact that this episode is called our very first promo. Yes. Uh, uh, fr- from the gut, like your first response, first thing that comes to mind, if you had to give this this episode a brand new title, what's the first thing mm. that comes to mind? <laughs> our very first ferret. <laughs> our very first ferret. Yep. Because yep. really, yep. I will say that I felt like that storyline took over most of the show. It was the more yeah. interesting it one. Ab- <laughs> it absolutely was. Yeah. Yeah, for the description on the DVD case doesn't mention the ferret, but you're right. It does seem to be borderline the A plot. Absolutely. Which is so odd. Like, at a certain point, I turned to both of you and like, when are we going to get to the like, promo? When is, like, the promo? I thought this is about our first promo. It's definitely uh, our first ferret infestation. I thought, see, I assumed that the two, <laughs> Ridiculous. The two plots were going to, like... Converge. Converge. And the ferret was going to make a muck out of everything during right. the commercial. Why were we rewriting this episode? That's exactly. instantly better yeah. than what they were but planning no, to do. But no, they never crossed paths. They never crossed. I don't even think Danny, who's a clean freak, even knew that the ferret was in his home. Well, they haven't established. They're, I think they're slowly going to introduce that element of Danny's character. I don't think that's been developed yet no. either because Joey's little area is way too messy. Way too messy. Like, dinner was a disaster. We've seen the house in previous episodes look like a, a bomb went off. Okay. So so yeah, Danny's not some like psychotic. He's not it dictator. his OCD yes. stage yes. yet. Yes. Okay, cool. Um, so we start off in the garage, mm-hmm. and the garage seems sort of barren and creepy, and it's it's a little grimy and disgusting. It looks like a dungeon. Yes. Yeah. It looks like a, a place where you would keep a, a, a poor person for a long time. Yeah. Your victim, and by a poor person, I mean poor, like a, uh, an poor unfortunate of person. Yes. Yeah. Not poor of class. Speaking of unfortunate people, <laughs> Kill Kimmy Gibbler makes an appearance oh, for the man. second time. Just her second time. Oh, really? Yep. Now, the first time we ever saw Kimmy, she was sort of a generic friend character. And we're mm-hmm. getting more of that annoying, like, best friend of your older yeah. sister that is just kind of, I think that vibe has definitely started to pick up. Yeah. she. she the dynamic between her and uh, she and Stephanie. Yes. They're... That lifelong enemy They're so mean, yeah. yeah, to each other. They're absolutely cruel. Stephanie Everyone in this like show her. is really viciously mean. If you actually said any of the things that they say they would in Full House, people their... would be like, what are you talking about? Why What's would your you problem? say that to me? Why would you ever say that? You're a terrible My person. feelings are so hurt. <laughs> well, and DJ's like trying to get... Stephanie's playing the role of like uh, the little sister she's sort of tagging along as kid. Yeah. We don't really know... I thought we were going to find out what Kimmy and DJ wanted to talk about. But we never do. I thought that was going to be like that. A, seemed more in, that again things that seem more interesting that we just decide to just not no follow up. No follow up. There, there's no. this weird moment where uh, DJ is like, "Hey Stephanie, okay. Afterwards, we'll have some like one on one sister time. But for now, unless I get a phone call." Yeah. What? She said that? What phone is that call? phone call? She absolutely yeah. said that. DJ is, said that. And She's all like, of this was interrupted by the noise of the, the first time we hear the ferret, which we all thought was an owl, because no right. ferret on earth makes that noise. No. We'll have some one-on-one time. Unless I get a phone call. From who? What? I know. What is the mysterious? Is what a, are you up to, DJ? DJ's mm-hmm. always up to no good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like she and... <laughs> 
<laughs> Brandon's looking at me the entire time. <laughs> Just so accusingly. Donna Joe. Donna Joe, as she reiterates in this episode. <laughs> Don't tell people your name's Donna Joe. Yeah, it's really, it's a terrible name. I have a note for DJ on here today that just says, DJ, harsh, period. Yeah. She is so harsh yeah. in this episode. Oh, no, we haven't even begun to discuss DJ's initial outfit that she came out in oh, the, yeah. this and this, mm-hmm. this We've prairie seen some, hipster oh chic. God. She's wearing like little beige, like 18th century little princess ankle boots with a long flowy skirt and a high collar like shirt. She def- it's really... <laughs> the dress, if we can call it as such, looks like it's made out of just the thickest, darkest leather. Yeah. Like, a, like she looks like she's going to be a smithy. Yeah, yeah. Like making swords <laughs> yeah, in like absolutely. the garage. No, and it's then a to contrast a contrasting look with Kimmy was wearing a yellow with some like All green, yellow. you know, diamond embellishments. Kimmy looks like an uh, sweatsh, you know, like I like head to toe cotton outfit. Yeah. Kimmy looks like one of those McDonald's in the late eighties that was trying to evoke a fifties vibe. Absolutely, yeah. so Absolutely. it's like it's neon mixed form. with yeah, in person form. It's like neon mixed with Back to the Future ideas of what the fifties were like. Absolutely, everyone's a walking jukebox. Yeah, if they're Joey and Kimmy actually should get together and create a fashion line because they're basically on the same page. Yeah. Um. So yeah, D- Stephanie hears that owl sound. Mm-hmm. It sounds like an owl because it's sort of like. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think I heard a noise. Let's... Oh my god! Is that a ferret? Yeah. Let's 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 see if we can hear it again. Oh! oh it sounds like a drunken chicken choking on a cock. Ooh, that was like... oh, you do it then. What is it? This is a good idea. We should we should all go around and oh, do it. Our... So it's like clicking mixed with I thought vague hooting. So it's like. Okay, all of these sound like birds. Yeah, that's why we all thought it yeah. was birds. But that, what was that? Two years again? That's nothing. That's no animal. Who's the baby? Right, that's no animal. Well, at least it doesn't sound like a chicken like being dunked in like a vat of oil while it's alive. Just its throat searing, just melting away. Oh, it's sick and drowning in oil. Its vocal cords are still. Oh god. I think we gotta call this one a three-way tie. Well, no one ever wins. No one ever wins in the JoJo Agogo (laughs) section. This isn't technically a JoJo. Well, it's in the spirit, Brandon. It's in the spirit. Uh, Let's see. Oh, okay. So, oh, God. We cut to the kitchen. Oh, my. (laughs) Now we we are officially in JoJo Agogo. This is the segment of the show where we try and do a better impression than Joey. Okay. He's not even doing an impression because this is just... A straight up racist caricature. Just blatantly racist. Now we've made a lot of jokes in the past about how Brandon has like done like a racist Asian voice on accident, accident, on accident, and then we sort of have riffed on that. But in the spirit of that voice is ridiculous, that voice is awful and outdated. For us to be confronted with it, it's like a ghost came back to haunt us. It was really crazy. It's like the show said to Brandon and I, oh, you think that that's done? No, 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 no. no. no, no. We're coming back with a vengeance. Because Joey's cooking, which the object work, again, is vague. He's doing... He's just hitting, like, large pepper, um, like, the kind of pepper grinders together, like, insinuating, like, hibachi Mm -hmm. style cooking. There's there's one part where there's just a giant uh, salad bowl, and he takes an entire tomato, and he's like... 
and like just tosses it in the salad bowl. A whole tomato. Well, let's let's officially do it. Uh, I'll I'll go first, Brandon, so okay. you don't have to be the first one at the gate. Maybe. It's fine. I'll go. I'll, I will go wow. first. This okay. is fine. All right. This never happens. I, I don't want the brunt of it like on your shoulders. So he's doing the hibachi mm-hmm. for Michelle, who's Japanese steakhouse, vaguely right. amused, and then Jesse does it too. And yeah. They basically do the same voice, which is, oh, is it guy? Hey, day, day, a cooking, a chop, 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 hi, sauce, I, oh, hi, sauce, oh, 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 man, you all can't see, but John's face during this it's is, it's just, oh, it's getting redder, it's coming from yeah. his neck through the rest right. of his face, it's very warm it's in this guttural. apartment, yeah, it's warm in this apartment, but they, they, also, they also say things like, oh, how are you doing? He's like, yeah. oh, so, oh, 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 how are you yeah, doing? Michelle, oh. <laughs> yeah. Michelle. Mich- Michelle. Michelle. <laughs> they do, they do back and forth like, Michelle, and then they just, how they are you get, doing? They get lost in the moment of just looking at each other, which happens a lot. They, should, they should have kissed. They, they really, this is a love story. How this how whole show is the, just a love story. John Stamos, John Stamos <laughs> and Dave Coulier are out of control. Stamos especially, he, honest to God, seems like on that day of shooting was on something. They all, yeah. they all looked like they kind of toked up a little bit. Or maybe he had no sleep. I think that's sleep. the only way to get through <laughs> yeah. shooting these 13-hour days oh God, with, the, be with Stephanie Tanner. Well, do you think any one of them, Coulier or Stamos, thought to themselves, like, we have to do what now? I know. And was there any They're sort of discussion? They're reading their scripts, like, rolling their eyes, just pouring themselves just bourbon, like, whiskey right. neat. And then just like crying silently in their chairs, like God damn, oh, God damn. They're way too playful in this episode. Well, way for an episode, comfortably playful. Yeah. For an episode that went out of its way to cast a little Asian girl, it's just so laughably yeah. insensitive for you to put that joke right up top. It's a yeah, weird. Yeah, more parallel. about that little Asian girl in a bit. Oh, she yeah. comes into play at the end of the episode. Uh, uh, Joey makes a reference to Jesse's latest girl of the week, whose name is. Brianna. Past women include Adriana and Roxana. A lot of he's got, a, he's got a thing. And he's a backup singer who he didn't have sex with, but there was a backup singer named Vega at one point. Vega. So it's all us. Like, they're doing this on purpose, yeah. right? They are doing it on and, purpose. And he, he is in his exterminator outfit. He got this date while, while in his exterminator exterminating outfit, a Which he has cut down, it's like, uh, mid- To his belly button almost. Yeah. And he's got that bright red, like, stoplight red t-shirt. Yes. Yeah. So it's not like he's showing off anything. And John Stamos isn't built. He's got great skin, like very attractive. His hair's out of control. But he's not hes not like busting out of that uniform. No. So what's with the zipper look? No, it's just... Would you have preferred, John, if he had like no shirt and just like that jumpsuit down to his belly? As part? I just sort of like cock my head he to the right. He so, looks like know. a shy little, like, like shy thing. Like, I don't know. Like, like my finger just in Maybe. my mouth. Like, but, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm just a little sheep. I like him, like, want him at any point to be eating yogurt because I'm sort of like, ha ha, (laughs) there it is. Wait, what? I want John Stamos at some point as Uncle Jesse because you know he's the spokesperson for all Greek yogurt. Who is? John John Stamos. Stamos? Oh, you're teaching me something. Oh my gosh. I knew that he was actually Greek and he makes a big point of that on the show. And there's a whole, like, because you know how yogurt commercials are like for women. Yeah. Right. And so, like, it's just all John Stamos eating yogurt at the camera, like, talking to women in their 50s. But these are commercials that air in Greece? They air, no, they air in America today, right now. I've not seen these. We're going to fix that up. (laughs) You're taking a note. You're like, come on, come on. Yeah, we got to put that on the Facebook. Get our research. Uh, so, yeah, Steph thinks there's a garage monster. Maybe the closet monster moved down to the garage. Everyone thinks she's ridiculous because 
It's it's odd that no one hears the sound for as long as they do. Yeah. Stephanie's DJ, the only one. DJ was really like unkind about her reaction and it happened within earshot definitely like she should have been able to hear it in the garage initially oh yeah when she's playing off stephanie yeah Mm -hmm. well danny walks into the kitchen after this horrific hibachi nightmare and he's like hey guys i've got great news and how does everyone respond fuck you yeah hey daddy hey daddy i'm going through puberty and fuck you dj is what did you call her Kristen? what did i call her i think you maybe i don't know if you wrote it down but you were like dj's being a grade a cunt i did i did write that down i did dj's being a grade a cunt just she's being very snarky yeah she hates everyone but kimmy you know she loves kimmy as she's sitting down at the dinner table to have this awful meal oh my god that meal is just mashed potatoes and beans Beans. it's just starch (laughs) and like carbohydrates Um, no DJ, meat. There's no nothing. <laughs> it's it's the it's beans. It's plain mashed potatoes without butter or gravy. Plain and a salad. mashed potatoes, salad, and beans. You're like watching. <laughs> you're watching like Jesse kind of like shove the beans into uh. the potatoes to make it taste like <laughs> well, something. He's serving uh. the beans to each individual plate, <laughs> and it just looks like like drippy, oily diarrhea. It's so- like the darkest baked beans I've ever seen in my life. Well, to be fair, and we were all uh. talking about the meal the whole time, but then finally they were like, should we order pizza or Chinese? Mm, Which really, keeping in turn, they should have done Chinese, keeping with the theme of the episode. Uh, yeah, it should have been, been pizza or Japanese, and they should have called back they and they all should have gone, oh, Japanese! I know! Fuck you Japanese people. You'll never have a supporting role. Especially in San Francisco, you'd think they would have more sensitivity. No, this is like, this is proving to be the most waspy, exclusionary family on television. They're so ridiculous. Um, So Danny says, no, DJ's sitting down at the table and she goes, Go ahead, Dad. What's your big exciting news? Yeah, I no, roll. They couldn't be no one calls less on grateful, ru- like, children. They're no. so rude. I'd be like, if I was Danny, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to tell you what my news is. Also, DJ grounded three weeks. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah. Brandon. Yeah. What a taskmaster. Crack that whip. Uh, huh? Can let us let this ride? <laughs> yeah. Crack yeah. And so I would see, like, where this goes. Uh, huh? Crack Good. it. Crack it. Crack it. Don't get softer. Crack, crack, crack that whip. Ow, daddy. <laughs> Ow, daddy. <laughs> it's a literal whip. Yeah. I've been I've been to spend many a time where uh, the gays on the dance floor will go, wait, wait. Oh, daddy. They all say it at the same time, and then they yeah. proceed to uh, put their penises in each other's mouths. Yeah, well, happy Father's Day. Oh, yeah. We are recording on Father's Day. Uh, this is a good episode for it because it's. I'd like Danny. to dedicate this podcast to my dad. Aww, Brandon, <laughs> are you doing cunt. that too? Well, she already did it. Oh, because you already said cut. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, daddy. Hey, dad. Hello, Krista. <laughs> my daughter. I'm so proud. I want to dedicate this podcast to all TV dads everywhere. Perfect. Oh. That's a more appropriate. I retract yeah. my dedication. Yeah. All I dedicate those working hard TV dads. I dedicate this episode to my daddy. Daddy. Oh. Well. Daddy. Well, that's not the holiday, so. Well, Daddy. maybe it could be. It's Daddy's Day. A father just needs to be a role model who teaches as I start John into the middle. I wish, I wish you could just see the, the how he's just lost. His yeah. dead eyes. Mm. He's somewhere else. Daddy pop, d- Daddy bought me Alfredo. Daddy pop, pop, Daddy pop, 
pop on pop, pop on daddy, pop. Hop on pop, daddy. <laughs> Daddy's teaching me how to be responsible. All right, daddy, well, daddy. ferrets, ferrets. Um, so yeah, DJ and Stephanie are in their bedroom. They hear the sound again. Steph goes, leaps from her bed. There. Back. Which is a callback to Kimmy's reference to Poltergeist, which it's like, all right, we get it. Poltergeist, it's a very popular film. I can't stand the way I can almost always see Stephanie like smirking at knowing yeah. that she's a, like, She's funny. not scared. She has these lines about, I'm scared, I need to sleep in your I'm bed. I'm scared, smirk, look at the camera, like, I'm not scared of anything. She might as well like put, like, what's that move? She's like, not scared of anything. She does meth when she no. grows up. Right? Well, it's true. She should put like her index finger in like her dimple and just like twist it every time. Like, Uncle Jesse offset, give me a little bit of what he was smoking. Oh, is that where it all began? <laughs> now that okay. I've got a taste for it. Mm. Daddy. Everything's a little funny. So she gets to DJ's so bed. Uh, they freak out. <laughs> they tell Jesse to go take care of it because he's an exterminator. And he goes, please, please, pest control specialist. specialist. And they all go, whatever. You fuck. <laughs> DJ especially is like, oh, excuse uh, DJ me. DJ is absolutely the most over it. Yeah. Uh, Jesse, the family. Yeah, Jesse doesn't find anything. Danny gets in bed with the two girls, and there's a shit physical gag where they fall oh asleep, my God, yeah. and Danny's like, okay, well, now I have to get out of the bed, but it doesn't adhere to any logic, because the way he tries to get out of bed is just the way you would do a wacky TV version of that. He, like, tries to put, like, his leg around DJ's it's almost, head. It's mm-hmm. almost insulting, like, to me. It's like, insulting. Like, do you think that I'm stupid enough to find this funny? Yeah, <laughs> like, and then he gives gag. up. He gives up. Well, because DJ snuggles on his upper thigh and he's his, like, like well, crotch. And so he puts and what like does a, he say? What is his little Oh, button? the joys of being a, a father. father. Father's Day. Hey, Happy Father's We cut to a very extended, long gag. I don't think any of us recognized in the moment how long this gag was. Michelle's hairdo sequence. Oh, my God. Oh, you First mean abusing Michelle? Oh, it was like clearly the, the clearly the baby was over it. Michelle like actively like had this look on her face like, "Ow, <laughs> you're pulling my hair." Ow. This is the fifth time we've done this. And that's yeah. like it's literally not even making jokes. It's being silly with a baby in front of a live studio audience. Yeah, the jokes are they don't make any sense because they keep saying like, "Well, what if we pull our hair back like Marilyn Monroe?" Or what if we pull our hair back like this and they're like, "That doesn't look like Marilyn Monroe. That looks like Jack Nicholson or Don King." I'm like, it doesn't look like anything. Well, r- right now, the, the baby is just the device for whenever their plot for their show is too thin and yeah. they need, like, three Padding. minutes of filler, they will go to some, like, baby play. They put, they put a... Re- yeah, it's a baby vignette. Yeah. We'll call this, like... <laughs> we'll, we'll mark those from now on, like, uh-oh, baby, baby vignette. vignette. They put a bow in her hair and then inexplicably Jesse's finger gets caught in it as if he can't remove it. Oh, no. It it's just goes so on It's so hard to care for children. On. It's so hard. It's so hard to care for children. If we ever get another diaper gag, I'm going to shut this whole podcast down because <laughs> I can't do any more diaper gags. Like, it's so hard putting a diaper on a baby. It's not... There's no way you couldn't have just followed instructions. You two are... And they're having too much fun. They're giggling too Everyone much. Everyone is having way too much fun. Yeah. As far uh, as I'm concerned. It's like... Honestly, it's like the characters, Joey and Jesse, are like maybe hooking up. Mm-hmm. And they're like in this weird honeymoon period of like, we're playing house. Mm, like, we're having mm-hmm. fun. It's like, are you two like blowing each other? Like, what's going and on? Michelle's having none of it. None of Joey's it. Joey's like... Come on, Michelle, just give me a little kiss. No, the homoerotic under, undertones to this entire show are just like, 
I said earlier, it feels like you're getting slapped in the face with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just again just and like, again and, and again. again and again. Like, I want them all to just make out already. Oh my like, God. all get married to each other. I think that's where the episode ends up angling. One big like, Tanner orgy would solve all their problems. Please stop hitting the table with the microphone. Stop. Tanner Katsopoulos. Oh. Gladstone. Ooh, Gladstone. That sounds like a technique. I'm gonna <laughs> pull a Gladstone. 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 Uh, Gladstone is just telling like bad one-liners during sex. Yeah. yeah. Until until the other person and goes. And then oh. you go cut it out. Yeah. Yeah. As you're writhing, like cut it <laughs> out. Oh, cut it out. Oh, cut it out. Seriously, Dave. Oh, don't touch it. Seriously. Don't touch it. Um. So they hear the noise again. <laughs> Marley. Marley. <laughs> so Jesse immediately knows what it is. Yes. He uses his sixth sense exterminator powers. He's like, ah, yes, the northeastern snow ferret weighing two and a half pounds. Yeah, he is such a great exterminator. Why? And that's he... what it was. Ultimately, we he see that he was born right. to be a rocker. He just, you know, couldn't stay an exterminator forever. Yeah. At the We're heart... not all cut out for the work. No. At the heart of this episode is the is the ferret debate. You know. Really, what's grounding yeah. this episode? Yeah. I mean, PETA for his murder, very topical. Yes, very timely episode. Yes, is it wrong to kill a pest in mm. your own home? One might say that Joey's coming to the defense of this ferret because he knows that in his own way he's sort of an invader. Yeah. Yes, he's a absolutely. He's sure they inv- strongly pro-life. Yeah, yes. Oh, mm-hmm. God, he will not stop talking about abortions and how they're wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. They invited Joey into the house, so he's technically not an invader, I suppose, but, but he's outstayed as welcome. Feel that way. Yeah. He's sort of created his, like, nest in the alcove. I know. Like a ferret would he's make a, a nest. He's a ferret. He's a fucking oh my ferret. God. Oh my God, Joey's this whole thing ferret. is about how Joey's a ferret and he doesn't want him to be killed because he's the ferret. Mm-hmm. He tells Jesse, wow. he tells Jesse, look, you can catch the ferret, but make a deal with me right now. We set the ferret for you. You don't kill it. And Jesse's like, all right, even though my bloodthirsty rage would tell me to do otherwise, I, I really want to slit him from stem to stern. I want to eat the ferret entrails. <laughs> Let's cook that up while making horrific, like, German sounds. Let's like, make Michelle wear the ferret. Uh, how? Like a boa? Yeah. Michelle's uh, a little Like a trophy? Ha ha ha. Michelle. Michelle just has her fingers in like the ferret's like skull. Yeah. Just like sort of whipping it back and forth. <laughs> She's in her just cradle. like dead eyes, like slapping it dead against the ground. They like, put a bell on its tail, <laughs> so it's like ring a ding ding. I'll <laughs> never know my mother. <laughs> I'm the saddest, the saddest <laughs> baby in the world. That's my song for Michelle. Um, Patty Lapone shows up. Patty Lapone does. She's show singing. Up. It's almost if it's almost as if we never said goodbye from Sunset yeah. Boulevard. Oh my god. Um, I don't know why I'm frightened. Yeah, yeah. It's it's I just another movie. Around here. <laughs> She's got she she looks so much like Patty Lapone and I almost wrote down Liza Minnelli, but you called it and I was like, no, clearly it's That's I was like, um could, was Patty Lapone not available for this role? Because no. she should have been available. And she's like, supposed to be like about. this big shot TV. Oh, Ronnie. we haven't even Walking talked about. Walking around with her hands doing that weird right. framing thing that only I see so exists many shots. on sitcoms. Yeah. Um, we haven't even talked about the fact that, so, so for a better explanation, Danny's big news was apparently all of the newscasters, not just the sports people, yeah. every newscaster is getting their own promo to like make the station more personable, maybe boost ratings mm-hmm. vaguely. I don't know how it's supposed to be a success. But they're sending over, her name is Ronnie Gardner, I think is her full name. Short and, for Veronica. Yeah. And oh, then DJ okay. goes, DJ, short for uh, Donna, Donna, Donna Joe. Jo. And then Stephanie goes, Stephanie, 
I'm, I'm just, just short. short. And then holds it <laughs> for like bleep, six bleep, minutes. But love me. Love me. I got a pin on my my dress that says handle with care. Her yeah. skunk sweater. <laughs> yeah. That has a skunk. full fucking knitted skunk. <laughs> and There's she's a like, pin. I'm going to be on TV. Got to wear my Sunday best. Did this, she say that? No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> He's just going into the mind. That's of the a Brandon like, original. Did you see the look Brandon gave me? Yeah. When I went, no. did she really say that? <gasps> no. no. You I fuck. Do that. You stupid <laughs> fuck. I like leave the room. I have some original thoughts, John. Brandon. Um, but I didn't think Ronnie was that bad at first. Like DJ and Stephanie are really making fun of they, her. If my children, yeah. my hypothetical like children, ever treated any adult like that, hell no. I'd snatch them up by the back of their necks and. Ooh. Like a lioness. Like, like a, a ferret. Lion. Like a ferret family. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, so Ronnie comes in, there are no adults. There are no adults. They're always just chilling in the house. She's like, where's your dad? Mm. And she's like, my dad's out because the satellite. She gives this really rude-ass answer. Well, Ronnie, DJ interprets Ronnie as being condescending because Ronnie says something like, oh, where's your daddy? But, but she's, she's like, Daddy mean. is at the station because the satellite, la, 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 la. You know, maybe, maybe <laughs> Ronnie... <laughs> you Patty LaPone looking bitch. Yeah. Maybe Ronnie just doesn't know how to deal with kids because oh, she's barren. Oh, no. <laughs> just oh, tried man. very hard. Went there. To... She, has a, she has a bird and a cat. Yeah. Oh, a bird. That's a sad. bird, yeah. A bird and a cat hybrid. Mm-hmm. Ah! Uh, Birdette. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Joey and Jesse are in the garage. Oh, thank God we've come to this point. Yes. Why are they in the garage in the first place? They're looking again for they the They are parrot? looking for it. Okay. Yeah. I thought there was like some sort of pretense. For oh, them, no, like, no, Sucking no. each other off or something. Um, the ferrets oh, pantomimed this entire time. They're like, there it is. Now it's over there. And you just so fast. That. It goes up into the <laughs> ceiling of the garage. <laughs> like a lightning bolt. Yes. Um, and Jesse uses a ladder to gr- crawl up into this fucked up crawl space in the garage makes no sense and joey's like either promise you won't kill the ferret or i'll never give you the ladder again yeah he moves the ladder so that jesse is trapped well it's a four foot drop it's not a big deal i, I thought what was gonna it happen was just a dick move more than anything was that he was gonna move the ladder and jesse was already trying to like come down the, and he was just gonna fall just right Okay, we forgot to mention film Necro. Right. So, oh. Joey, Jesse's looking for the ferret through boxes, and Joey goes, what are you looking for, Phil Necro? We were so dumbfounded. we all stopped and looked at each other, and all went, who the fuck is Phil Necro? And Brandon, of course, who is our research and development wing. That's right. Uh, p- pushed his glasses up the bridge of his nose and Thank went, you. I'll figure it out. Yeah. Let's get you in this mic, Brandon. We got, um, <laughs> we got Phil, <laughs> Philip Henry Phil Necro. Born April 1st, 1939. Oh, boy. Nicknamed Nuxy. Not Because Nuxie? of his usage of and skill with the knuckleball. Okay. He's Is a, Nux the, the plural for knuckles? Like, yeah. he threw a, These threw a lot, Nux. Yeah, he threw a lot of good Nux tonight. Yep. Oh, my God. He's, he's an MLB pitcher. Yeah, he played for the Braves, apparently. But yep. why is the joke... We, we'll never be able to explain this. Why is the joke, what are you looking for, Phil Necro? Maybe because he's, like, washed up? Well, well they, we time? read that he stopped playing for yeah. the um, in, 1987. in 1987, which is about when this episode would it have is. aired. Yeah, and so this is a very topical joke. I think the still thing doesn't was, make sense though. It, no, it, it was the last he like won as many games as he had lost or something like that. I don't know. Oh, that still doesn't help us decode this fucking Rubik's cube of a, <laughs> of a fucking joke. joke. <laughs> it it could have been anything. Like it could have been like who are you looking for, Amelia Earhart? Like. 
something that you would look for. If it's going to be a person, I know it's painful, Brandon. (laughs) I know the joke's still bad, but it's like, if the setup has to be, who are you looking for? Yeah. Um, So, yeah, Joey doesn't want the ferret killed. We cut back up to the living room, and now we're seeing the fruits of Ronnie's labor. Danny comes home. He's immediately confronted by Ronnie. Presumably after a full day of work. Yeah, and why did she get there? How come they didn't communicate a time to arrive at the same time? She just shows up at his house, crewless, and then the crew is somehow trickled in later. But and Danny like, seems surprised. He's like, "Oh, we're doing it right today? now today." Okay, like. Well, and she says, "Go outside and don't come back in until I tell you to." I'm like, "But you haven't even told him what's happening." You haven't happening. told him to do anything. She's Joe, like, "We're Joey's doing a got rehearsal." The cue cards. Yeah, so insulting. Oh, she makes Joey, who doesn't even work for her. No, strike oh. one, Ronnie. Yeah, strike and one. he's you know deeply struggling comedian, and so of course he's gonna do. Whatever the director says. Well, yeah. she found she found roles for everyone else in the household. Not Joey. But she looked at Joey and was like, "Fuck you! I don't. There's nothing to do with." She you. made Joey pack a ball of his shit. Who are you? She yeah. made him go backstage. Do you know how awful you have to be? Well, <laughs> to be relegated. Joey. I mean, maybe Joey, in between the scenes that we're actually seeing on camera, maybe Joey was like, "You know, I can do a lot of voices." Like, "Hey there, Bullwinkle here." She was have like, you been "Fuck waiting you." To say that this podcast, have you been waiting to pull out that? Oh no. Joey does Bullwinkle. I know. It's pretty good. That was a pretty good... Hey, Bullwinkle. <laughs> it got worse. They got uh, worse. Yeah, yeah, you had it before. Stop. I uh, ruined it. Ahead. I'm sorry. There are a lot of elements to this rehearsal that are very... Uh, supposed to be very odd. Like, Ronnie's, like, obsessed with making the family seem sophisticated. Yeah. So she called an Italian uh, run through when you go at the speed of light, and she's just kind of hustling from station to station to station. Makes no sense. It makes no sense. The cue card for Danny when he walks in, the first thing he's supposed to say is "Ciao, family," and Danny's like, "Okay, uh, that's weird." Uh, hate it. Hate it. They whip the camera and they make Danny sit, and uh, they go, "Okay, bring in Da Vinci." Da Vinci, uh, the frou frou poodle. It's a giant white poodle. Yep. And he says, why is there a giant marshmallow on my lap? Why is this faggy dog? Um, Man, why can't you give me a butch dog? This Da Vinci. Like, there's just this odd undercurrent of, like, trying to be Because this is for the San Francisco sports. Yeah. Like. (laughs) Da Vinci, why couldn't he be named Comet or something? Uh, Foreshadowing. Oh, boy. Brandon thinks he's really clever over here. Brandon, can I talk to you for a second? (laughs) Brandon, can I talk to you for a second? Yeah. Can I just... Uh, okay. You listen to me. Oh, my God. Uh, so much blood. Uh, quiet, Kristen. Oh, my God. Uh, all right. All right. You're fine, Brandon. Walk it off. Walk it off. Baby. Whimpering. I am a la rooster. <laughs> the children walk in. Stephanie and DJ are dressed like Von Trapp... Silk bloused mother Aryan fuckers. Yeah, they look real creepy, but it's somehow the most tolerable either of those children has ever been. Yeah, right. Stephanie's dragging a full upright bass. Yeah, yeah. Dragging, dragging it. Or like a cello. Zero what is attention it? Attention to care. Is it a cello? Yeah. I don't know what I she has. I might have been a cello. She's real small. A, yeah, hers. It just like... may have size ratio looked like a stand up bass yeah. because next to her. Well, and then they say, "All right, bring in Michelle." <laughs> No, they don't say that. Jesse comes in first. Yeah, and he's where he's like a butler, but you know, like a fun butler with like, like with, a t-shirt and a leather, yeah. yeah, and a leather vest. Let's go around. Who's real... like Cockney? No, he's doing like a rock and roll England. He was a rock Hello. and roll Cockney yeah. Yeah. butler. Hello, family. Hello, family. What's up now? I'm wearing my usual black vest, but with like a weird attached tuxedo. Who wants thing. some hors d'oeuvres? 
Yeah, he's like being an asshole and like yeah. laughing the entire and he's like, time. He's like really making a mockery out of this whole production. Though. Yeah. I'm surprised the director probably at some point must have been like, hey, can you, can you let's focus a little bit more. Professional, John. Yeah. And he was just like, well, I don't want to have sex with you. So, no. And so, and then you and then what do you do I don't do find there? you attractive. So, Get away from off. me. That's what you would say to the director? No, that's what Jesse would say. Oh, to Ronnie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In a more, in a more appropriate situation, he would have been like, do I want to fuck this woman? He'd been like, no. hey, Ronnie? Well, fuck her. Ronnie, can I talk to you for a second? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, I was really hoping for like a have mercy, but I don't think those have started yet. No, they have. He always does them under his breath, like, oh, have mercy. When he's like, just got an erection. Perfect. Have mercy. I do wish Mormon would announce their erections that way. (laughs) With just a personal catchphrase. Just so you can know. And I'd be like, oh. And it's out there. Yeah. Oh, and then we get Michelle. So it's like, bring in Michelle. Yeah. But we don't get Michelle. We get get Michelle 2.0. We get Michelle. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry but that's the joke they want us to like they, they want us to be so surprised that it's a little Asian girl toddler toddler yep. who talks and Whose she's parents like parents are in the kitchen that we never meet never ever and the parents apparently think this is an appropriate acting gig for their child I know I was like the whole time I was just horrified by those parents and why does Ronnie think it's important for them to seem like they have an adopted daughter it doesn't matter this is just a promo why, why, is, it, image, why is it important that this sportscaster they, seem like this elegant Italian like cultural their last name when is Tanner when you're yeah. watching sports don't you want a little culture in your sports? Well, show? she says, you know, Danny, you're what not are like the all the cricket updates. Yeah. What are the other sports that I don't know about? Polo, updates? water polo, yes. every other form of polo. Well, she says to Danny, Danny, you're not like our other sportscasters. You're not some big, brutish, masculine, beefy jock with a penis. And he's like, Yes, I am. No, you're, totally not, no you're not, Danny. No, you're not, Danny. Yes, we, I am. We want to cast you I'm as an effete no. Italian man no. whose yeah. children are bizarrely Aryan. Forget my children. Danny, we're not going to sell you a sex. Make me a man. Make me a man, Ronnie. Ronnie, please. It's almost as if we never said goodbye. That would have been perfect. Bone up on your Shakespeare, Brandon. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah. You fucking fruit. You stupid <laughs> fruit. Um, I, my theory is that Ronnie was afraid if she represented the family as it was that the family would come off gay. <laughs> honestly really that it would come off as like this weird swinger situation where like three dudes living together raising the kids where does where are the I lines I mean could she really have thought that cause like Danny and Joey are so like beneath Jesse they're so like non-sexual compared yeah, to Jesse yeah like Jesse could pull pretty you know John Seamus well Jesse could, could be like anybody. a raging top yeah. And like Joey and Danny are just like, oh, whatever. whatever. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Danny like pulls, he pulls the plug on the whole thing. Absolutely. Which makes no fucking sense. He goes, I'm the director now. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, no, I'm taking yeah, and then, over. And then, and then, you know, Patty LuPone goes, well, what, what job am I going to do? Like, she, she immediately um, relinquishes her power. Yeah. Like, the speed uh, at which she acquiesces uh, is insane. I know. And she's just like, well, what am I going to do? Like, that's how jobs work. And does Joey say to her, you can hold the cue cards? No, Jesse says it. Oh, my God. And her, uh, His boyfriend, Jesse. Oh, my God. And then, so, it does make sense. If if his network heard about that, if can you imagine? They, they'd be like, wait, 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 wait. Sorry. So, Ronnie comes back to the office and Ronnie's like, he told me that he was the director and he, I could go fuck myself and he's an asshole. Like, you should fire this person. Danny, Danny, Danny. Yeah? Hey. Danny. Hey, what's up? 
How much do you make? Uh, well, right now I'm I'm kind of a low level. Wrong. You make zero. Oh, what? Cause you're fucking fine. No, please. I have three <laughs> children. You, dick. I thought I could make. I thought I could do it well. Remember the potluck we all had, uh-huh. and you brought. Please, you came on your Ambrosia salad. Brent, please. You asshole. Brian, you came We've to my... We've been looking for an excuse ever since Brian, that please, day. you came to my big 3-0 party. Oh, Remember yeah? the big 3-0 party? Yeah. Please, don't do this. Oh, I have three God. children. You know my what? wife died. I'll play that card. My wife died. Uh, you can't fire me. Damn it. I'll sue you. I'll sue Pam, you. Pam was the best. I'll sue you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's for right. Pam. That's Are we right. excited to believe that her name was Pam? <laughs> her maiden name was Pam, Pam Katsopoulos? Because uh, like that's yes, yeah. Her main name. Well, right now Pam it's Cochran. Pam Cochran. Because um, uh, John Samuels will come to have his character's name changed. Uh, he demanded that. Because it demanded that he that they be Greek. Yep. He was like, I love my Greek heritage. I want the character to be Greek. And just, they were like, Jesse All right, Cochran fine. and the Rippers. Yeah, they refer to him. They're like, okay, so we get to the promo, the real promo that Danny directed. Yeah. It's so long. It's easily two and a half to three minutes long. Yeah. It's and when there's a lot of dead air. They're filming the stairs, like walking up the stairs. He's like, don't be scared. Follow me. <laughs> don't be scared. You know what's so ridiculous about this promo? Danny was upset because this wasn't his real family that Ronnie was trying to represent. But Danny is very concerned with his family coming off happy. He's t- like, they, he had them. I'm with DJ at the end of that one episode where he was like, let's just be happy. Like, let's talk about our problems. But, you know, put a smile on your face. The version of the family that we see in this promo is not real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. DJ and Stephanie are wearing sports caps. Yeah, as they so often do. As they oh, wait, so often they do. don't. No. Joey's like hamstrung. Like, he's so clearly reined in. He's like, hi, I'm a comedian. Trust me, I'm funny. Oh, God. I feel like my balls are in a vice. And meanwhile, his hand's in his pocket, like, tightly holding onto his note cards of jokes that oh, he can my use. God. He wants to do his Wizard of Oz <laughs> bit like, so bad. Uh, oh, my God. The king uh, of the forest. Yeah, that's, that's what he does. Uh, I think uh, I know, the very, like, two episodes ago. Oh, God. Dead. And so the promo is bad. Kimmy's there, but Kimmy doesn't say anything. No. Kimmy they're doesn't just trying, have a line. They're just trying to get her in there. They're trying to get us used to having her as a they're presence. They're trying to sell us. she'll yeah. be around for a while. For a while, oh, you mean. She's in it for the forever. long haul. And, yeah, the ferret. It would have been interesting if at one point they were filming the, the promo and they kept getting interrupted by the sound. And Ronnie was like, what's that sound? I know, and then the ferret would appear. but then... And she'd freak out and run away. And then the ferret would, like, jump on Ronnie, and she'd be like, oh, my and God. rip her throat out. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Man. And then Ronnie leaves, and then the guy in charge goes, all right, Danny, I guess you're in charge now. Like, it's still inexplicably he becomes yeah. the director. Yeah. But at least then it would have made more sense. I know. The two storylines never intersected yeah. Or, like, maybe she all. had an assistant director that could have, like, been there when she left, and he would have been like, all right, well, her ideas were shit. What do you guys want to do? What do you do? guys It have? just takes that much thought. It just takes that much thought to yeah. make the and story make goes, sense. I'm going to be the director. Me this time. I'm going to take charge of my own life. Everything's coming up, Danny. For you. For you and for me. And you. And you. And you. It's all... What is all the stuff he likes? Mopping and cleaning up and... Oh, he doesn't... He's not and into cleaning it. casting. Kristen is just, like, spiraling. She's, like, <laughs> she's like going down, like, a wormhole, like... You're, like, writing down parody lyrics. Like, I, I got this, I got this. Yeah, yeah. everything. <laughs> coming up, Danny. I think, I think we've... What is the last joke of the episode? Well, I, I want to touch on one joke that's almost inexplicable, which is... Uh, that's explicable. Oh, explicable. <laughs> um, which is... 
DJ's weird scheme to send in 18 letters to get a raise in her allowance because she oh, said in the video she yeah. was like she was like dad during the pro at the end of the promo can I have a raise in my allowance and he's like I don't know about that sweetheart no no like <laughs> does he say does he say depends on the ratings depends on the like, ratings depends yeah. on like he keep doesn't he say like let's see how many letters we get or, or something she, she says it she's like send in letters and letters yeah. it's really unnecessary she had this whole scheme of sending yeah. in 18 different later letters i assume letters, letters. i assume she like she oh, like letters <laughs> did you receive letters. my letters i well, received that's, all that's your one, letters like i imagine uh dj has taken on so many personas and like yes. is right, learning to write with her right hand i write to you with my letters is, is patty lapone becoming a problem <laughs> should we find a solution for patty lapone I wish I had ferrets at my house. So Stop be staring at the same part. Whatever I think in the about wall. my, whatever I think about my dad, da, 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 daddy, <laughs> daddy, daddy. All right, daddy. so that's that's the last thing that you wanted to say about that. Sir, <laughs> did you have any other thoughts? No, no, I just asking. move on. No, I'm just asking. No, um, all right, is that so the last I, thing. I think so. So yeah. are you done talking? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You shut up now. Yeah. Shut up I wanted to. I wanted to put the focus on Kristen. Is that okay? Woo. Is that okay, Kristen? Is that okay, Kristen? Yes. I'll look at you when I ask my question. Uh, so, Kristen, when uh, this is the part of the show where we just focus on the guest and get more of a context for who you are. Thank you. You adopt a radio voice now. Um, so you were saying before we were recording that you are the Stephanie in your family. Oh, yeah, because I'm the group, um, a group of three girls. That's yep. how, who it is. It's a girl a, group. A girl group of three girls, Five, sisters. Six, seven, eight. <laughs> Yep. And like, cause I always thought just in birth order, like I would be Stephanie and I always, that pissed me off. Cause like Michelle was clearly the favorite and the best one. And I was like, that mm. means Sarah, my sister is Michelle. Fuck. And yeah. I hate Stephanie. I knew she sucked. Stephanie always. gets phased. Like, yeah, she'll get phased out. Oh, I know. As this show she continues. gets real annoying. Do you feel like, do you feel like you did have like a middle child? Like, like there was, a, there was a lot of tension this way and there was. Maybe, like, the older kid is, like, doing all the, the milestones first. Well, it was, like, growing up, I had I was, like, closer with my older sister at first because Sarah was just, like, the baby is how we thought of her. And then my older sister, who's five years older than me, moved away to college, and then Sarah and I got really close. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So, you know, I don't I don't know. I didn't ever really feel like the middle child. I tend to think that I'm, like, each each of them's favorite. Okay. So so really the the show <laughs> wasn't kidding. the show wasn't like a strict commentary on like how you felt. No, no, no. You were no, just no, like no. literally I'm in the middle. Literally I'm the middle child. That uh, makes me Stephanie. That sucks cuz she's the worst. <laughs> um, I, I we forget to ask this at the top, but what what is your context for Full House? How did you grow up with that I show? I grew up watching it. I grew up just watching it all the, it was always on. It was on I think was it on TGIF? Was it an ABC yes. show? Mm-hmm. Yes. cuz TGIF was a huge part of my family mm-hmm. growing up. We would Put a pizza, I mean, not put a pizza, put a towel out on the floor and eat pizza on Friday night. Oh. Papa John's, and we would watch, um, like, Step by Step, Full House, Family Matters, now, and see, I've been asking, whatever. I've been asking people about, like, event television. Like, is mm-hmm. there something that the family would gather around and watch together? I, I love that. Like, TGIF yeah. was always what we did, and we watched Family Matters, Aww. Step by Step, and Full House. Yes. Classic lineup. Classic lineup. What is, I can't, I think there was a fourth one, but I don't remember. Uh, it was 2020 came on after that. Would Boy, did the, you say Boy Meets World? No, I didn't. Boy, no, I didn't. I thought that that would that have been was, part of it. That would have been it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. During that heyday. Yeah. Um, okay. So when you were when you were a little kid, did you did you deal with like a monster problem? Was there a scary, spooky problem? I was dealing with like 
my parents getting a divorce. So like that's yeah. what it was like. Which is a scary yeah, monster. Yeah, it was like yeah. been a monster yeah. problem. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like more so than that. Like the, but I did like that Danny was uh, worked in a news station and my mom worked in a news station. Oh, okay. Like my mom was a newscaster and so was he and so I, I thought that was really cool. So based on based on the context we see of Danny's newscaster, well, yeah. does that represent reality? Do you yeah, think? I would say no. To okay. That. So your your mom didn't get like her own three minute promo. No, she did not. I okay. just I remember hanging out like I used to have to hang out in the break room of the TV news station a lot. They're not the kids aren't in the break room of the TV station enough in my opinion. No, for some reason, yeah, that's what I thought was going to happen. Like they're going to bring them to the set to the station, which would have made a heck of a yeah. lot more sense. And the Kids would be like, like kind of out of control or like goofy, and Danny would have to be like, "Hey, kids, like shut the fuck up already." Yeah, but no, it's my just... news station. And then there's a ferret in the news station. Oh my god, I followed them. I am the trickster ferret. I miss the chicken being boiled in oil. <laughs> the trickster ferret. Puck, puck the trickster puck ferret. The trickster ferret. <laughs> um, okay, so let's see. Uh, what else? What else can we kind of pull from this episode, Brandon? Do you have any questions for um, Kristen, or, or did you ever have anything? Because uh, I know I've had uh, stuff like this where you do have like an animal like trapped, like a like a oh, bird or a bat. Well, I'm from Georgia, so that's uh-huh. like quite a common occurrence yeah. to have mm-hmm. like a raccoon up in your attic or perhaps or an something. opossum. Oh no! Oh my God! They're so terrifying. Oh I mean, my God! <laughs> I know, so like awesome. a full Georgia. But then, yep. like, I, I was hanging out on somebody's garage apartment, like porch, and I like somebody's like, Kristen, look over your shoulder, and I turn, and there's literally a possum uh, right there, just no. looking so evil. And those are janky. Like no, those they're things so always crazy. Love. Right next to your head. Right. It was like right back, like literally right here, and it was like I, I screamed and ran and fell over some stuff. Like, I had a terrible. I because I used to live in Florida. Um, and Florida. I remember I was sleeping in the middle of the night and I kept hearing this like on my blinds, like something mm. like jumping up on the blinds. And I looked and there was a frog. A <gasps> I frog hate frogs so much. Somehow, and we, there, I was up on the second floor of my house and I don't know how it got up there. I was a frog. <laughs> like it kept slamming itself against the window. It kept like hitting the blinds, of the window and then like falling off. Oh my. That's so, so I like weird. woke up and looked and, and like would see the silhouette face. of a frog. On oh, the that is weird. That's <laughs> yeah, weird. It was not fun. What was that frog me? trying to accomplish? I, I, don't know. I don't know. It had like nerve damage. I'm trying to think how he. I still don't know to this day how. Maybe he's he trying to kill himself. <laughs> bashing himself Please. against the window pane. Please. I want it to be over. My want you love. Uh, uh, they cooked her and made frog legs. Frog legs. I'm, frog a, legs. I'm a prince. Ribbit. I was a prince one, at one point. Brendan, I have me. a kingdom. <laughs> My kingdom needs me. Stupid gay frog. <laughs> um, I guess another another question that uh, sprang to mind as Brandon was recounting his horrific uh, frog, frog nightmare. Yeah. Um, when you were a kid, was there any reference like when you went to get your hair done, uh, mm-hmm. get a haircut? Was there ever a celebrity like they reference a few celebrities in this episode? But did you ever like taking a photo of? Like someone as a kid and be like, oh I want to look God. like this person. I I wish I could say that I had a bowl cut. <gasps> that was my like. <laughs> Big like haircut from like four uh, years old to six years old. I okay. definitely had a bowl cut. Seems appropriate for that yeah, age. Yeah, because I was just I was a huge tomboy. My mother would literally pay me to wear bows out in like public or for pictures. She would like <laughs> give me money to do it, and then after a while, she's like, "I'm gonna cut all your hair off." You know, and then, like not in a mean way, but yeah. just like I can't be bothered with you acting so crazy about it. How much? How much money was she giving you? Like a dollar? I mean, it's probably like a dollar yeah, or like yeah. coins, fifty cents. Like better than nothing. 
Oh my you gosh. You know what? It was an exchange. You were making an exchange. Yeah, absolutely. I've been like given like like oh. I was telling someone the other day I got used to I was taught swimming because this lady used to throw change in the deep end of her pool and you had to dive it and get it. That's how you what? learn to swim. Oh my I'm god. Yeah. Wow. That seems not the safest Miss way. Miss Joni swim lessons? Miss Joni swim lessons. Go down to the she bottom. She would of the throw pool. you in. No, you wouldn't dive in. I'm sorry. She would throw you in, and you would. And I remember I was like, "Mom, I got dimes, and those are so small." And she goes, "Yeah, those are hard to find." And then you get a Flintstones pop if you want, if you got the money, and then you survived. And that was you careful. To, there's a barracuda there somewhere no around there. No way that anyone would let this happen now. I know. That's a. Horrible. I think about it all the time. I, I'm like, I take the kids that I nanny to swim lessons all the time, and I'm like, this is stupid. I throw every, just throw them all in the pool. Put money in the bottom and throw them in. They'll get it. They'll and come Ms. back And Miss Joni up. clearly never got into the pool herself. There was like a rite of passage where I was from for Miss to you to go you to some lessons at Miss Joni's. So she would throw you in and you just had to figure it out. That's like that's, that's like post apocalyptic. It was like, amazing. You shall I'm go like to Miss so Joni. She shall teach you the ways of the water. Yeah. Wow. We we missed two very important things. We went right oh, into no. the interview section and I, I skipped two very important oh. things. We have to give out the common oh. award for woof worthy fashion. <gasps> woof. Oh, I thought you were going to do it with this, and I, I never know. told you. No, you didn't tell me. This is the award for, we each get to get to give one, and oh, we can repeat God. if we if we want, um, just an award for who had the worst fashion mm-hmm. in oh, this I episode. I mean, I know, I think we're going to get multiple versions <laughs> of this, but I'm going to give it to DJ for her first dress I and was her absolute, first scene. Absolutely. That's the only, like, when you said that, I was like, there's only one clear winner, and it is DJ. Yeah. If for you're that forging, hipster. If you're forging uh, armor... Yeah. In like the bowels of a fortress, then fine. But come on, DJ. Yeah. Come on, costume department. Mm-hmm. Dress her like a little girl, like a fucking ten year old girl. It was really bizarre. Kimmy looks like a craft macaroni and cheese nightmare, but she looks yeah. like a little girl would dress. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So it looks like she's coming from another family, like a luddite family. <laughs> yes, it absolutely. It was like it didn't match anything. No. Mm-hmm. Of any part of that show that has ever been. DJ's not. She doesn't have a personality of like being very. Uh, Goody goody or formal? No, that would make it make sense. But why am I trying to make the show better retroactively? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. See, I, I agree with you. That was bad. I still got to give it to Stephanie for her weird handle with care pin and that skunk sweater. Well, okay, so we got so that's because I assume that's her best outfit she owns. Yeah, her Sunday best. Right. I think the, that's the one that thinking, voiced her opinion of how she was feeling that day. Yeah, handle me with care. Handle, handle me care. with care because my mother's dead. Ronnie, my mother's dead. I'm surprised that didn't come up at a certain point. I'm surprised that Ronnie. In didn't... season one, do they talk about it all the time? All the time. Danny uses it to get what he wants. Yeah, a Very fishing selfish. trip. Despicable. He used it to get a fishing trip. I'm surprised. Ronnie, what if there had been a moment where Ronnie goes, "And where's the mother?" And She's then, like so clueless. And then we look, and it's like this the sad music and the slow pan on DJ with her looking down, like she's dead. <laughs> she's dead. Get out. That's when Ronnie could believably have been like, "I quit." You're in you, charge you, now, Danny. This is yeah. too fucking sad. And then Danny goes, I'll do it. Or she goes, well, Come on, Da Vinci. We have, we have your wife right here. Oh, and no. And it's an Asian woman an Asian named woman. Michelle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Michelle. Michelle. Um, and the last thing I'd like to do is, uh, okay, so this is another stream of conscious. First thing that comes to mind, no answer is wrong. Okay. So when I ask you what, what one thing, literally anything, what is better than this episode of Full House, go. Um, uh, snow, spaghetti, birthday snow. parties. Snow. 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 Oh, God. I like and that I snow. hate snow. I love that snow was the first one. Snow. Yeah, snow. Great. Snow is better. And you're, I you're correct. Snow. snow is yeah. better than this episode of Four House. Yes. 
All right, the well, answer is always right. Yeah. Oh, and Brandon, ask your question that you like to ask all the time. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah okay. So, uh, everyone in the show has a catchphrase. Like Stephanie says, how rude. Yes. Uh, this is a two-parter. A, what was your catchphrase as a kid? That's something that you said okay. like all the time. And B, what is your catchphrase now? Okay, my catchphrase um, as a kid was probably like, I didn't do it. Because I always did do it, and yeah. so I was constantly having to defend myself and lie, and make up some lie about how I didn't do it. Lies. I'm yeah. just spinning lies. And and now when I get uh, you know a little drunk or whatever, I tend to say K Hop don't stop, which is you know Kristen just a person. Kristen, Kristen Hopkins. Hopkins don't stop. K Hop don't stop. Which is just that's a personal great. mantra. I just kind of say to a party or you know that's when I perfect. get really going. I think I think that's we've had. Who who else said uh, I didn't do it? Was it Britta? I th- I think we really? I think Maybe. I think Britta uh, uh, might have said like that I didn't funny. do it. Uh, I know Alan's was oh no yeah oh no. Um, it's important. It's I think it's important with yours to be I didn't do it, and then and then if an you write elaborate it down lie and put it in parentheses lie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't do it. Proceed, proceeded will, by lie. I will say that one time my mom caught me in a lie as a two year old, and I Started like put early. my head in my hands, and I just went, "I'm such a foolish child." <laughs> That's your catchphrase. So that's definitely, now that I think yeah. about it, that's definitely the catchphrase. I'm such a foolish, foolish child. child. That was your Stephanie moment. Like, you were playing to a camera. I was, like, Steph- like, I know, it's like it's probably why I hate her. It's because I probably was, like, Stephanie with little... Well, and Stephanie's always having to uh, defend herself, like, what? what? No, I can keep a secret. And then I immediately know. fucking it up. And yep. that's definitely me. Yep. I'm such a foolish child. I'm such a foolish child. I killed again, mother. <laughs> The ferret is plop mm. plop. <laughs> Dead ferret. Well, Kristen, My I think God. I think that brings us to uh, chaos. Don't stop. Oh. Uh, oh, did I tell you what Willie's was? By the way, no. What was Willie's? Uh, Kristen uh, is uh, f- former roommate of Willie. Yes. Uh, our, our first guest. Uh, Willie's catchphrase as a kid was "Change is bad." Change. Is oh, bad. that's definitely his. I yeah. Change. He wrote it down on a piece of paper while his mother was on the phone, so he wouldn't technically interrupt her, but he just held it up. As if to say, like, hey, just so you know. Change is bad. I want to I wanna say that it had something to do with what she was talking about on the phone. And he was like, I don't approve. Oh, my. That is mm. so willy. That's hilarious. He would also demand that uh, if they go out to eat, that he would not eat because he thought it was a waste of money. He's like, why don't we just go to McDonald's? It's cheap. Or he'd want the money. Well, that's definitely still his way of yeah. thinking. Why don't we go to McDonald's is his personal catchphrase. Right. He, wanted, <laughs> he wanted his parents to save that money that they would have spent on the food for like a Nintendo 64. Mm. And they were like, no, Willie, we want you to eat. That is so funny. Oh, well, Kristen, Willie. thank you so much. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for having me on this Father's Day yes. edition. I feel more than honored. Oh, happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Oh, how are you, Daddy? How are you do? How are you, Daddy? Everywhere you look. Yep. You can find us. Uh, we've had like. So we what? The whole time. Do I, I wanted to no. do the, we'll the save it. Asian version of the Ferris. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I'd like to hear how that sounds. Uh, uh, Licky dicky dicky. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't just steal your thunder. Oh, that's it. That's it. That nothing else can talk that. Will Ricky Dicky Davy be able to save the baby from the two snakes? <laughs> Ancient <of> folk tale. <laughs> Who stole my magic of fruit? <laughs> um we are on iTunes. We've had many, many positive reviews. Yeah. I think we're up to like 15 five-star reviews on iTunes. Right, well, let's not get too bad. 
let's not get too braggy about our own show. Let's get real braggy. Oh, and as I always like to say that to the person who left the one star score but wasn't brave enough to write a review, uh, fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. We're on Facebook. We have our own Facebook page, the How Rude uh, Full House Podcast mm-hmm. page. Send us emails if you so choose to thehowrudepodcast at gmail.com. Brandon, where else can uh, we find us? You can us? always find us on Stitcher as well, which is another uh, podcast app, uh, or the Lipson website. Uh, Stitcher. 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 <laughs> Ribson. Um, and then uh, we're also... <laughs> I don't condone that <laughs> yeah. line of humor. I'm pointing out how it's awful. Um, that's what we're doing. That's and what we're we'll doing. And we'll do, Kristen, we'll do a few plugs. If you have any shows or anything that... Uh, this will be a couple weeks delayed. Okay, okay. Like, but if you have uh, anything... Well, hey, ladies. Hey, ladies. And we just, and I have my, our writing six show. <laughs> yes, of course. Which will, I think, be running by the time this yeah. comes out. Because um, we don't have that too many uh, logged mm-hmm. away. Okay. So, yes, our, our uh, writing six show at Second City, it's called Entitled. It's going to be in the Skybox. Yes. Go to Second City's Byzantine Labyrinth of a website <laughs> for more information. Good luck. Um, but yeah, hey yeah. ladies, the sketch group that you're Hey ladies, with. sketch group. We're doing a variety show uh, this fall at Studio B, at the new Studio B that mm-hmm. will be opening up. So The more... all new music yes, venue. Yes, exactly. That's so great. we're going to do be a musical variety show. And so. And hey ladies is a sketch group that's uh, uh, totally, wholly based in, in Southern. In Southern. We're southern all humor. Southern transplants and we're yes. all, like, it's all based in Southern humor. So it's going to be like, what's that fucking show called? N- Nashville. No, no, yeah, it's exactly like Nashville. Uh, blue, blue collar comedy tour. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, no, no, no. The Jeff Fox uh, show. No, it's so old. It doesn't matter. CSI Miami. It's just like CSI Miami. Yeah. So come see it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yep, false advertising. It's fine. Yeah. Right. Um, you can yeah, also think... find us on Twitter. Uh, yes. I'm available. Uh, Brandon's available. available. I am available. available. Swinging single on kiss, Twitter. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Brandon, kiss me. No. Brandon, kiss me. No. We did it once before. No. It's, oh, You're that's kissing. It. Oh, that's it. That's it. <laughs> uh, my Twitter handle is B E Shock. By the time this show ends, Brandon will and kiss that... me two more times. <laughs> what? Not this episode, but the run of the show, you will kiss me two more times. It's a prophecy. It's a, a <laughs> prophecy. That's scary. As my eyes glaze over, yeah. a prophecy a comes prophecy. forth. Blood just like leaves both corners of your eyes. <laughs> yes. two, two more times. Yes, please. I'm on Twitter. That's J-O-N-P-E-R-N-I-S-E-K. Kristen, are you on Twitter? I am on yes. Twitter at khop17. It's not khop, don't stop. Khop, don't wish stop. It was. Hashtag k khop, don't stop. K-hop, don't hashtag. Stop. You're making a cool Let's uh, make it hashtag trend. hand. Make it trend? Just the hand signal? No, or, uh, khop, don't stop. Khop, don't stop. <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to. Yes, I'll remember that when I'm when I'm marketing. Right. Italian term. Oh, oh, yeah, don't marketing. worry. That, that'll. All right. Well, this is the moment in the show, the final moment where we each say our name. And then I say, we'll see you next time on, Brandon. Hey, Brandon. What's up? If you could maybe, I let you kind of do your own thing this last couple times. I didn't argue with you. I, we go around the horn and say our names. I say, and we'll see you next time on. And then together we say, how, how rude. rude. I would have, Brandon, Brandon, my little friend, my little friend. Somebody better get it together. If you could just, <laughs> if you could just say it with us, that'd be great. Okay. All right, you start with your name, Brandon. I'm Brandon. Shock- Full name. <laughs> Take two. I'm Brandon Michael Shockney. I'm Jonathan Stewart Pernasek. And I'm Kristen Jordan Hopkins. And we'll see you next time on How Rude. How rude. That was rude. <laughs> Look at it. <laughs> <laughs>
How are you doing? How are you doing? How, how, how rude! How rude! <laughs> and now for the story of a licky ticky devil. <laughs> <laughs> just stare to the middle distance. <laughs> 